Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the club. How are you today? We are going to talk about eating healthy on a budget. I have been wanting to do a podcast on this for some time, but I think now is the perfect time because everything has gotten so expensive. I don't think I've ever seen food prices this high. And along with the inflation of so many other things, it's just, it's getting increasingly challenging to stick to a budget and stick to your food goals. So now is the perfect time for this podcast also because I recently connected with two life coaches who specialize in helping people with healthy eating, budgeting, and overall life organization. It's like the perfect combination and they love Jesus. So it's really the perfect combination for this topic and for y'all. And I'm just so excited to have them weigh in on how we can make smarter choices that are good for our budget and for our body. So I want to welcome Shana and Vanessa from Ideal Balance to the Christian Health Club podcast. Welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for having us. We're excited to be here. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I'm so happy that y'all are here. Before we get started on the topic, I would just love for y'all to share a little bit of your background and how you got into doing what you're doing. Well, it's a fun story. We have been friends since our our boys were four, and they're now 14. They're about to be in high school this year. So, um, pray for us. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's just it's kind of a long road, but essentially, it kind of started with a book written by Dave Ramsey, mm -hmm. and uh, we kind of went through that together, back and forth, in different in different versions. And mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And then we, um, you know, we she moved away, and then came back and texted me. I was in a spot where I was really asking God, where, where my next, what the next step of my life was going to be because I knew it wasn't where I was at. And uh, literally I told him I need neon shining lights because I don't do well with hints. And, <laughs> um, and the next day Shana texted me and she said, I'm moving back to Florida. I think you should do this with me. Um, and, you know, we both have financial stories and health stories on, on why we're on this journey and why we're coaches and why we love helping women. Um, but I said, okay. <laughs> and so that, if that wasn't a clear sign from God, I don't know what is. Yeah. And so here we are, not only business partners, but best friends doing this together. Yeah. And we, um, we did end up both of us getting Dave Ramsey certified mm -hmm. or certified through Dave Ramsey, I should say. And I, we love to talk about this because we do things our own way in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if anybody's familiar with him, the whole rice and beans thing, that's all right. That's great for them. But we, and, and just like you do believe that food, food is so important to your health and your health is the the most important investment. If you don't have your health, you don't have wealth. So, um, so we have a different take on it. We yeah. think that you definitely have to have good, good food, even while you're trying to get out of debt, even when you're trying to, um, be, be good on a budget. And so that's where these, uh, these tips come from. Well, let me think like you're going to pay the expense now, or are you going to pay it later in doctor's bills? So, you know, it's a non-negotiable for our clients to be healthy and also get out of debt. That's a pretty fabulous combination. <laughs> I, I love that. Oh, what a great story. Um, I, I too need very clear signs from God. Um, and he has been so gracious to give them to me um, along the way. That's very helpful. And y'all kind of came together and started this around, it's been a couple years around in the COVID time, right? I mean, I think I read that um, kind of really got going. Did I read that correctly? 
you're absolutely right. We had been working together and kind of speaking in different places and, but kind of doing our own thing, but collaborating and then COVID. And um, we decided, you know, it's great. We were already <laughs> going to, we were already going to join businesses anyway, but we decided on April Fool's Day, 2020, why not just file for our LLC? Let's yeah. do this. We're going all in. And we did. So it's been obviously um, almost, you know, coming on three years and it's been amazing. God has shown, showed up so many times mm -hmm. and just been with us. And um, we just love what we get to do on a daily basis. Yeah. And we love being in Florida because it's been <laughs> during COVID. It was really nice to be here, but literally the second we um, announced our small group personal training class that we were doing back then. It was like, oh, by the way, gyms cannot be open. And so that was real interesting. But, you know, again, like I said, God showed up and it's just been a blessing since then. Well, that's great. Well, um, let's, let's go ahead and dive in our topic. I know this is going to be of great interest um, to my audience. And so why do, I know that y'all have a list of great tips and, and ideas. And so let's just kind of start in with um, with what you have and what you think about how we do this. I mean, I've, it is kind of blowing my mind when I go to the grocery store and I see how high, you know, eggs are and meat is and fresh produce. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's just, it's, it's, it's worrisome. And, uh, you know, and it's, you want to be, I want to be people to be able to continue with this advice that, you know, we give, um, to eat healthy, but it, it's just, we also need to kind of meet them with where they're at with, um, with budget and such. So just kind of jump in and give us some ideas about what do we do with this situation? Yeah, absolutely. We have, I mean, we do, we have dozens of clients that we do their budget mm -hmm. and we've watched the grocery budget. We, and we have to, we have to add, and add it up, add it up, add it up, because it's just it's just keeps to keeps on growing, and it is very sad. But I think it does highlight the very important note that you need to be on a budget because yeah. you, you know, and 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 eating is one of the most important things, right? Food is one of the most important things. We call them the four walls, and so this one is going to have to probably take up some some bigger, a bigger portion. And you might have to put some other things um, to the side um, until we can figure out until, you know, maybe food costs come down or until something else changes. So the number one thing to do, and everybody's going to love it at the same time, everybody's going to be like, yes, I'm totally on board, which is <laughs> to stop eating out. Right. And we know it's obvious and we don't want to beat a dead horse, but you know, the average restaurant meal is, was, when we did this a long time ago, $13, you know, that's like, you can barely get out of Chick-fil-A, which is Jesus's chicken yep. for $13 a meal. Right. So, um, so it, you know, when, when you factor in the average meal at home comparatively is like $4, then you know, you're going to save money. Mm -hmm. And we also love to say it's not fast, but it's also not cheap. So let's just stop eating out literally as much as possible. We usually um, have a restaurant phone with our clients mm -hmm. and it's like once a, once a, a week at most and once a month, you know, usually is kind of where we're at with that. So that's just the number one. It's very obvious. It's not fun, but it's number one. Yeah. It's yeah, just, well, um, that's a good one. Yeah. And I, I'm used to it. Yes. Because I mean, when I moved from Houston out here into the boonies, I mean, there's, there's very, there's some fast food restaurants here. There's a few restaurants, but there's, there's not a lot to choose from and it's not as tempting for me to do it, but it is so expensive. And I'm always telling my kid when we do go out and it's kind of a treat and my kids want to order a drink. I'm like, my husband and I were just talking about this. I'm like, Nope. You know why? Cause it's $3 a piece for a drink for you. That's $12. And I could buy like five things of lemonade or whatever, you know, whatever it is for the price of your drink. And so it just, it adds up so quickly. 
Yeah. Yeah. It really does. And, you know, it can be really hard if this is something that you're, you're used to going out to eat all the time. We understand. We're not saying stop it completely, eat home and you're, you're going to be forced to cook. No, it, it, we always like to tell people to start where you are. If you're used to going out to, to eat all the time, let's cut it back once. Then let's cut it back another time. Then let's see if we can get back to once or twice a month or, you know, a couple of times, just because, um, when you cut everything out all at once, we like to say that it's, you're probably going to go backwards at some point. And then, you know, you know that when, when you're a health coaching, when you try to change everything all at once, it's really hard for people and as it should mm-hmm. be. So if you can just stop this one thing and do it one step at a time, yeah. go, oh, go one less time a week or sure. one less time a month, it's really going to help. It saves so much money when we change people's budgets from, and they track how much they've been spending eating out. It's out of control. And- well, that's the other thing. They don't even know. They have yeah. no idea how much money they're spending going out to eat. And if they can just get that under control, they can really, like their eyes just... Now, it's like ice water. <laughs> I do want to say that when my husband was deployed, I have a really funny story about eating out. And there was um, one restaurant where kids eat free on Tuesday, but you only get one free kids meal between adult meals. And I was the only one. So this is how this is how we roll in the Roberson household, which was I got my meal. Um, oh, the kids nice. got their free meal and they shared it, the two of them. And then my baby ate my onions because I didn't, you know, I had some extra onions. And that <laughs> is literally like, I'm like, I'm walking out of here for $10 yeah. and, <laughs> and, no, kids, one and adult, you can share bucks. the kids yep. drink that comes with the kids meal. So anyway, <laughs> there are ways to do that. But, um, but the easiest way, you know, and obviously to your audience to lose weight and to save money is to stop eating out. Like mm-hmm. this would just be the fast, the fast track. Um, and then the second plan or point would be to plan your food. Hello. Um, you know, playing it, playing it by ear every day, oh, first of gosh. all, is very stressful. Yeah. It's very stressful. But planning your food is going to um, in the, reduce the initial expense altogether of eating. And then it forces you to, um, when you're planning every week or, you know, whatever, it forces you to take stock of what you have and maybe use what you already have. Yeah. And then also when you're actually shopping, you're probably going to stick to your list because you have a plan. Well, and how many times do you, you don't even know what you have, like Shane said, in your, in your pantry or in your spice cabinet or whatever. And if you're taking full inventory once a week before you go shopping, you're going to be like, oh yeah, I have that taco sauce that I bought four months ago. I'm going to use it. Um, so it does allow you to save money. Um, and like, she, like she said, you're going to shop off of your list. Can you imagine how many times have we all gone to the grocery store without a list? Like, does that end well for anyone? No, no. And I like to say when you sit down, when you're going to sit down and make your meal plan for the week, take a picture of your pantry, your fridge and your freezer. And you can be like super lazy about this. You know, you can just look at your pictures and make your plan and you'll know what you already have. And then you can also write down what you also want to buy for the week. But, um, but we're, and we're also talking, you know, plan your meals and your snacks Mm -hmm. and those goes for your kids. kids. (laughs) They're always hungry y'all. So plan for them. Um, and, and, and then we also like to say, get your family involved because, um, we like to let the kids, you know, cook once or twice a week and let them, obviously it depends on their age. Right. Um, but help them get involved, Mm -hmm. let them pick their lunches. Um, you know, we always have the healthy lunchable and what fruits do they want this week or what, what, um, what vegetables or whatever. So, and then you'll get, and they're more apt to eat it. Like if they're involved in the situation, they're involved in their, and they get to make choices like, oh, I get to choose if I want peppers this week or carrots or whatever. Yes. Then that means when they have it for lunch, they're going to be proud that they have it because that's what they chose and they're most likely going to eat it. Yeah. And, and that was, and with, if they get to cook one night and they think it's fun and even if it's a fun meal, that's not super healthy, right? Even if they're making spaghetti or whatever, um, they're going to be excited mm-hmm. and that's going to be as cool as it going out to eat in some cases, depends on the kid. Right. And then, but the other thing is with, with them helping or even the husbands or, you know, whoever, um, with them making choices, then your waste is going to go down, yeah. which is, 
Like if you're on a budget, mm-hmm. wasted food Listen, is your there biggest is no waste. <laughs> if, if it doesn't get eaten, it gets put back in the fridge or in the freezer for another time. Like yeah. there is no food getting thrown away in my house. <laughs> yeah. But so you want to, you want to nix that because that, that obviously is an expense. Yeah. Yes. I have to admit, I am not a good planner. This is kind of one of my overarching goals that I need to, to get on. I, I'm not like a sit down and, and plan my meals out for the week. And I go to the grocery store about once a week and I don't know, I get my inspiration there, but there, but there is waste. And I also, I also despise waste. It like really stresses me out. So <laughs> I, this is something that I need to do. And I think that I would, it would just be a game changer for me is, um, to sit down and play my meals. So everybody, y'all hold me to it. People in my Christian health club, hold me to this because I, I need to make this change. This is, um, this is a big one for me for sure. So this is something you have your clients do. So they have the, they have a budget. Y'all, they have a food budget that you kind of help them with their budget. And then you're helping or you're recommending them to plan out their meals once a week, sit down and plan out what they're going to make, what their snacks, all the things for the week. Yeah. And it's one of those things, you know, stack it with something else that you like to do or that you do on the weekend. So a lot of our clients like to do it with their cup of coffee on Saturday or Sunday morning and, you know, just make it a thing. Once you start doing it, it will get faster. You know, you'll get faster at it. And it doesn't, I mean, it takes me five minutes to plan what we're going to eat. And then, you know, and, and, and you probably, everybody probably gets some, some of the same staples mm-hmm. at the, mm-hmm. at the grocery store. So you kind of get into a rhythm, but planning is definitely going to reduce waste. And, um, and I think it can even make food more fun. You know, right now, um, speaking, speaking to the Christian health club, um, podcast, we're Vanessa and I are on the Daniel fast. And so that requires a lot more planning than our normal, <laughs> uh, our normal food, which is actually making us be more creative, right? Yeah, because we're actually planning instead of kind of doing the same things that we always do. So that's fun. Yeah, it is. And you know, if, if, if planning for the whole week on Sunday is a lot, take it to like a Sunday and Wednesday or something like break it down. If you have to do it twice a week until you get to yeah. the point where you can do it all week. Um, cause you or, know, yeah. my husband and I were talking the, on our walk yesterday and he was like, well, you know, his grill is broken. He's like, when the grill is fixed and I'll get back and we're going to plan everything out and cook it all. And I'm like, yeah, but you hated that. If we cooked one type of chicken for the whole week by Wednesday, you didn't want any more of it. So, and, and so we decided that, no, that's not the best plan for our family. He wants to be able to cook twice a week and make different stuff. So that way we don't have the same things. I'm one of those. I can eat the same thing every day for the rest of my life. That's fine. He is not. So we're trying to meet in the middle there. Yeah. And if nothing else, plan your dinners Yeah, because oh, for sure. those can become your lunches. Hey, Um, you know, um, pro tip, (laughs) yeah, pro tip, cheat, cheat hack, whatever it is called. But also dinner is the one that is, um, and a lot of times most stressful or nobody likes the question, what are we having for dinner in the moment? Like, so you can plan your dinners, you post that on your refrigerator. Kids don't have to ask you. Husbands don't. Nobody has to ask you because it's on the refrigerator, and it's amazing. That's a good idea. And this is at five o'clock when you're stressed out because there's like homework alarm, and then somebody is like, "Can I go over to my friend's house?" Somebody's got baseball, or and whatever. then whatever, and you're like, "But what about dinner?" But you'll have a plan, and it's going to save you like your sanity. So it's super, super important. Yeah, I think I I I'd say I don't plan. I think I plan, but I keep it in my head. I think I this is I keep too many things in my head. And if I would just write them down, I think that would really help my head. <laughs> would really help me be less stressed out. <laughs> so absolutely, good deal. Okay, that's a great one. Okay, what's uh, what you got next? So the next one is uh, Nick's the crap. <laughs> I like that. I like this um, one. Yeah. 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 But like the number one food budget saving tip we've got for you guys is like, don't buy the junk food. First of all, you don't want it. 
you really don't want it. You might want to buy it for your kids, but they don't need it either. Yeah. Like, so the juices and the extra condiments and all of that, like just don't buy it. And when you don't have it in the house, you're not going to eat it. And guess what? You've just saved a ton of money without going down that snack aisle at the yeah. grocery store. Yeah. Just nixing all of the junk. You're going to save hundreds of dollars a month. It's what we've seen. And also, you know, calories for sure. But, you know, time at, time at yep. the um, grocery store, yep. you're going to save space in your home and in your pantry. And like Vanessa said, you don't need it. They don't need it. You will get it and they will get it when you're at the holiday party or when you're at yeah. the play or whatever. When you, what, you're, you'll, there's, it's not that you're depriving anyone of ever having any fun or whatever, but it doesn't need to be in your house and yeah. you don't need to pay for it um, as part of your grocery budget. It's like you pay for this thing to stare at you in the pantry to say, eat me. <laughs> And then you're mad at yourself when you go to eat it, right? Yeah. So it's like, don't even pay for that service. Yeah, yeah. And, and don't, don't junk, pay for that service. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. And junk is relative. You know, depending on your level of health, you know, you can you can take. The, I mean, at this point, we don't really buy cheese. You know, so we say we save a lot of money, and we don't buy any dairy or any much gluten or whatever. So just that's relative to where you're at in your health journey. But um, but definitely consider that. And and here's the thing. This is what you know, a personal pet peeve of mine. Um, you, you know, you know, how, Chelsea, how much calories we actually all need. Yeah. Let's be real about that. How much calories we actually all need versus how much we're obviously consuming if we're overweight. Right. So if you just look at the, that calorie difference, that is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. So if you can find a way to get, get, um, get yourself to eat the right amount of food and everyone else in your home, the right amount of food, then we're talking Dollars and yeah. dollars a day, right? And if we can get to that point where we're enjoying food um, that's healthy and real, but it's the right amount, mm -hmm. then it's going to make a big difference. Yeah, that's the money. It's a game changer all in itself. And you know, we've we've had um, a lot, we've had Shane and I have talked a lot about people who have struggled with trying to lose weight and and also have a. a, a excuse me, like a budget problem. Right. And we're like, you're going to save so much money if you just buy and eat less food. Now we understand it's not that easy. Like we get it, but you've got to start weaning yourself off anyways, just because it's healthier for you. And then the amazing side effect is, oh, by the way, now you have like $500 back in your budget each month. Yeah. Right. Because you haven't, you haven't had to buy all that food. Yeah. Right now I'm doing a uh, 10 times stronger with my my um, health club clients. And, you know, so we really are prioritizing protein. And the the consensus always is, oh my gosh, I'm so full. You mm. get so much more full so much more quickly when you prioritize, you start with your protein and that's really your kind of your focus of you, your meal. And, um, and you just, you literally cannot eat as much as you used to. You have no right. taste for those junky um, carbohydrates that are willing, you know, like kind of milling around the kitchen. Hopefully they won't be there because we're going to nix the crap. But if they're there and you prioritize your protein, I mean, that is what people say over and over. I'm so full and I'm, you know, yeah. and it's, and it's great. I'm not even, I don't even crave that other stuff. And so um, that would just and be that, a little added thing is, too. It's cheaper too. If you mm -hmm. take, you know, a pound of chicken or whatever to whatever these other things are, you know, you're going to, you're obviously going to save money, but we and we have a client right now. She's in the same boat. She works. I love it. She works for Chick Fil A. So of course you're going to be a client. But um, anyway, so she the things that she eats are uh, are heavier yeah. uh, calorically and and like you said, they're messing with everything in there. So now we've got her eating you know whole foods, and she's like, 
I feel like this is so much food. And I'm like, it is supposedly so much food, but all you really did is put a sheet pan of chicken, you know, some potatoes and some Brussels sprouts in there. And that is so much cheaper than the way you were eating before. But also, like you said, you're, you're more full because you you actually can feel the food working and it's, and And doing its job. Can we all say it's a lot of chewing? (laughs) Yeah. so much. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And so by the time you're done with all that, you're exhausted and you don't want to eat anymore. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm tired of eating. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, That's absolutely. funny. And I think, you know, um, I think when you go to the grocery store, uh, just because I'm so focused on proteins right now, that's probably not where you guys are if you're doing the Daniel fast. But when you go to the <laughs> store and <laughs> meat is, you know, meat is um, kind of expensive, chicken or beef or or whatever it is, eggs have gone up like crazy. And, you know, that's such a, a staple for us. And we have chickens, but then in the winter, they don't, they don't lay as much. And so I end up having to buy some eggs because, I mean, we can go through a dozen eggs for breakfast and with, you know, my teenagers and, and anyway. Um, but, and so I think on the front side, it feels like a lot when you're buying the meat, but it, when you're not buying all that, the junky, you know, processed foods and you really think about it, um, you're getting so much more, well, nutritionally and, you know, and satiety wise, when you do go for whole foods in general, you know, for, you know, healthy produce and your healthy proteins. And so it's, you just, you kind of have to look at it that way and realize that's what's happening. And, um, and yeah, that the big bag of Cheetos might be cheap, but that's not filling you up and it's not doing one darn thing for your body. And in fact, it's making you crave more, which is a problem. Yeah, that's such a great point is the, the and, and we heard on another podcast what some of the things that they're putting into the food now. Oh my gosh. Triggering that on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's yes. fine. Well, fine. We yeah. know better. But so understand that you're eating that and it's designed to make you want to eat more, which is designed to spend more. Right. right? So just, just let it go. Yeah. Like that one bag of chips may be cheaper, but five bags of chips is not going to be cheaper than the one thing of chicken. Had you just bought the chicken because that's what's actually going to fill you up. But another thing when you were talking about, um, yeah. So I like to say that we've been watching paychecks stay the same, but grocery budgets have increased because of inflation and um, but sadly, a lot of people, they're not like the compensation for that is really hard. So to be on a budget, it's very, very important. Um, but if you want to take getting uh, fresh um, meat to the next level, like check and see if you have a local farm by you that you can buy a um, a, um, a whole cow, right? Or a host. My, my family, they're big hunters. So my freezer is filled literally with venison from top to bottom. I told my son he's not allowed to shoot any more deer because we have to eat all the before we shoot, before, before we get any more. But like, if you have chickens or anything else, there's duck. I mean, there's so many farms that have a lot of food that you can purchase and um, that's going to save you a lot of money. And you're getting such a higher nutritional value for your, uh, like a bang for your buck, because you know that they're taking care of it better than if you were just buy it process at the store. Exactly. My husband's a, um, a grass fed cattle rancher and, you know, it, it, we've had much more of a demand for, um, gosh, she basically sold out over Christmas. I'm like, Hey, can you save some beef for us? Poor favor. Cause I'm like, <laughs> you know, I like to eat it too. But, um, and so, and so that's, yes, you can often get better prices, better quality, but I will, I, I will say, cause I know that 
for a lot of my clients, you know, we're always talking about the highest quality you can get, what the highest quality that is in your budget and that is accessible to you for, you know, for a lot of us, like for me, you know, I don't have a lot of things accessible to me like that some people might have in the big city. But I, I would say that, you know, for people that are going to the store and looking at the meat counter or, you know, meats and what they're going to buy if they're at the store, um, you know, this is just a couple of tips for people is that, you know, animals as do humans store toxins in their fat. And so if you are um, in the more conventionally raised an animal is, the more toxic they're going to be. And so if you, if it's in your budget and you need to buy more conventionally raised animals, that is a time to go for leaner cuts. Also, I will just point out that when you buy or when you're eating ruminant animals, which is, you know, the meat that God told us to eat in the Bible, um, ruminant animals have that extensive digestive system where it's just really clean. It's cleaning more of your food, um, extracting a lot of nutrients, whereas like monogastric animals like a chicken or a pig um, don't don't have that. And so ruminant animals are, if you're, if you're going to buy conventional, that's what I go to. I would go to more if my budget was tighter and I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy some meat and I want it to be, you know, the, the healthiest that I can afford on my budget. I would go for ruminant animals. And the fact that you have a, you know, a, a freezer full of venison is fantastic. Um, and so anyway, that's just kind of another tip is that, you know, I would, I would buy, and this is coming from, you know, the wife of a grass fed cattle rancher, I would buy conventional beef over conventional chicken, um, Mm -hmm. for sure, because also chicken has a higher, a high, usually has a higher, um, level of the omega-6 fatty acids, whereas it's going to be a little less in beef. So that's just, you know, if you're having to kind of pick and choose what you're getting when you're at the grocery store, um, to me, that's just another little tip. That's really so, good. That's really good. Yeah. And that's a really good tip. And I like what you said at the beginning too, is, you know, what's it, what's feasible for you yeah, or accessible start where you are. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's really important. If you've been eating out, like, please just be happy with whatever is what, whatever you can afford or whatever you can, you can like wrap your brain around mm-hmm. doing perfect. Like let's do one step at a time. And then, you know, and then you can order, from, you know, go get the half a cow or whatever, when, when you're ready, you know, what, just take that next step, whatever it is, that next um, step in your journey. And it's yeah. going to be totally wonderful. Um, okay. So the next tip is to cook it yourself. And this is not one that everybody likes to hear, but we are, we're here for returning to like, you know, the fellowship and the, and the, the love that goes into cooking. Okay. That's what we're going to go for. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we're saying cook it yourself. Don't buy the prepackaged or prep food. How many, how many recipes speaking of what oh. you just said, call for, um, what is it? A rotisserie chicken from the store. I'm like, Oh no, 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 Make no. the rotisserie chicken. <laughs> so first of all, that's a no. And then second of all, also no, but then the, the point being make your own, right? Whatever they're making, they're charging you for it. Mm-hmm. They're certainly who knows what they're doing with it whilst right. they're making it. So, um, you're going to make these things yourself. You're going to buy whole foods. As my husband says, we don't have any food. We only have ingredients. That's right. You're going to buy whole foods and then you're going to make them into food mm-hmm. that you can eat. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, this goes back into getting the family involved. You can, the kids can help chop. The kids can help grill. The kids or maybe not grill. It depends on how old they are. But you know, like there, there's a way to be able to make it a, a Sunday afternoon after church, you come home, you put the music on, you open the windows, the kids are outside playing, the husband's grilling, you're inside cooking vegetables. Like there's a way to make it a good time for your family. And, um, 
and feel good about cooking. And again, start where you are. If you hate to cook or you've never cooked before and you've only gone to eat, try it one night a week and then try it too and just get back into the rhythm. But you're going, you're going to save so much money cooking it yourself instead of buying the prepackaged food. And you're going to feel good about what you're eating because you know what? You made it or your husband made it, or your yeah. kids made it. Like there's just, there's more like um, buy-in to it, right? Because you did it and you're just going to, you're, I, I always feel like I enjoy my food better when my husband cooks it and he enjoys it better when I, when I cook it. But, <laughs> but um, you know, it's like, you just, you do enjoy it better because you, there's pride in it. You started it from scratch with all these ingredients and you made it into a whole cooked meal. Yeah. And, and to piggyback on that, um, we have a sheet pan uh, cookbook recipe or uh, full of recipes yeah. and it doesn't have to be complicated. That's when it's whole foods, you can just put them into any anything that you have, your cast iron skillet, your instant pot, your oven, and they be turn they turn into food after mm -hmm. like twenty or thirty minutes. It doesn't have to be a complicated recipe um, if you don't like to cook, right? So I think that's kind of a big deal. Well, so. people think they they make it out to be like this two hour long process. Like I have to cook dinner. Oh, I have to make sure I budget in that time for the day. But reality is, is it doesn't take that long. We like to say you can put olive oil. Um, salt, pepper, and garlic on anything, and it's going to come out amazing. And so with our sheet pan recipe, our recipe cookbook, <laughs> it's uh, vegetables and a protein and pretty much those four ingredients on it. And it just tastes awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And you just have so much more quality control when you cook it at home. I mean, I tell everybody that, you know, when you eat in a restaurant, they're going to use these seed oils. They're using the cheapest, junkiest oils that are so inflammatory. And it's hard to get away from that. You just kind of have to accept that's what they're doing. And, and you know, I always tell people you got to eat well most of, as long as you're eating well most of the time, right. our bodies can handle, you know, some of this not great stuff some of the time, but you can pretty much bet your butania that they are using the, the lowest quality ingredients when they're cooking um, in oils at a restaurant or popping the popcorn in the movie theater or whatever it is. Um, and, and so when that is your primary way of eating, that's, there's just ongoing inflammation in the body from, from those foods. And so you just have so much more quality control. And I love what you said about, um, you know, getting the kids involved. And when you were talking about, you know, if kids are old enough to grill, one of the greatest gifts that somebody gave my kids when they were little was a little, it's a little Weber grill. I mean, they were like five or six. And, um, and my husband taught my boys to grill, you know, grill burgers on this little grill that was like their size, you know, they could easily reach it. And, and they still to this day, you know, I always put them in charge of making the burgers, whether we're doing them on the inside or the outside. But that was really fun, you know, for them. And they felt so grown up. And um, I even put that little Weber grill on my one of my Christmas lists one year, like a good gift for kids because it's just, you know, and they, and the, the person that gave it to him, like put a yeah. chef hat and like a, you know, and a, a spatula and like made it really cute. I was like, this is awesome. I love theme gifts anyway. So anyway, it was really cute, but um, I have just, to add because when my husband deployed for a year, he's the grill. He's one of the grills. I don't ever grill. One time I tried to grill in Alaska and there's snow on the ground and I almost <laughs> caught the house on fire. Like explain that, how that <laughs> happened. Anyway, <laughs> Not good, but when he was gone for a year, I got that. I know exactly. Well, it may not. You probably it, this one was propane, like the little propane things. I think it's for camping, maybe. But it was a tiny little Weber grill. 
And I could, that's what I grilled on all year when he was gone because I couldn't do the real thing. <laughs> There's not real fire. Shane version. But I did grill it. So I feel like I am with your sons on that. Uh-huh. And except I was in my 30s. It's fine. <laughs> Well, listen, I don't grow either. I, I, that's, I don't grow I, and I don't sow. I just don't, and I don't grow plants. I kill all plants. Anyway, so those are not my gifts and that's okay because they can be somebody else's gift, but, um, yes. <laughs> but that's funny. Um, awesome. But I, yeah, I love that. Cook it yourself. It is going to be better for you, better for your body, better for your budget. Absolutely. Yep. And so, so what next- else we got? Yeah, you want to go for the deal. So whatever's on sale, you're going to want to buy that if you can. And so in this way, you do have to kind of reverse engineer your recipes to match. Mm-hmm. But once you get to used to cooking whole foods, mm-hmm. it, you they all kind of go together, right? Just it's called every just put it all like we said in one in one of those uh, cooking things that you have, and they all go together. So really, it can work. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so go with the deals. Um, we talk about uh, name brands are not necessary depending on what we're talking about. Although you do have to watch it, and I'm sure you've talked about this before. You look at the labels of the equivalents, and you know the one is really okay, barely okay, and then the next one is the first ingredient is high fructose corn syrup. The next one is just regular corn syrup, so that's okay. So anyway, make sure you look at the ingredients yeah. if you're going off brand. But then a lot of those other things that you're buying at the grocery store off brand can totally work. Yeah. And nowadays there's an app for everything, right? So your grocery store, I'm sure has an app where you can get the uh, flyer, the weekly flyer mailed to you either in the mail or on the app or emailed. And so you can sit there on Sunday or whatever and make up your meal plan based on what's on sale. And that's just a great way to stay on budget. My husband, um, works at Publix. So that's where we shop and those buy one, get one freeze. You know, they used to not, they used to not, um, Advertising. I, I guess, yeah, advertise for healthy things. Like, it was always like the junk food and the stuff that was bad for you. And I feel like over the last five years, it's really made a huge turnaround where yeah. even the healthy stuff, and I'm talking about the good healthy stuff, not the fake stuff, um, that, that's good for you. There's the buy one, get one free stuff. So we definitely make sure we take advantage of that. Yeah, I um, I see. And I think that's, that's one thing is that when I go to the store, I um, – you know, I don't – I don't have a list. I don't have a plan. This is like, uh, this is what I need to work on. But when I go, a lot of what I'm doing is like, okay, what's, you know, what is on sale? What's on special this week? And I get my inspiration there and then I buy it from there. Um, But that doesn't always work great. I should look ahead, which made, when you said that, which made me think of, uh, you know, another thing I don't do is, and I think a lot of people started to do this during COVID is to get their, do their grocery order and then just pick up their groceries. I would think that would make you get a lot more focused. That's probably a good thing. I really like to go to the grocery store. I know a lot of people don't, but I like to go to the grocery store. I like to look around, I like to see what's there and everything. But I mean, have you found that, that people that plan ahead and, and order the groceries and pick them up instead of going to the store, um, save money that way? Because I know I, when I'm there, I pick up things that I don't need, which is why I make a list. Yeah, it's, it forces you to stick to your list. But what it really does is force you to plan because yeah. you can't mm-hmm. order have a plan. So it's definitely a great thing. And, and, you and know, it's probably budget friendly. Yes, there's probably going to be a little bit of an, a service fee added onto that, but you're going to save yeah. money because you're not shopping in the store. You're not picking up 20 extra things that you didn't need. Yeah. And I mean, certain stores don't have a fee at all. So you got to, you got, you do have to watch that. Right. But what I, the other thing is, and you know, you might like to do it, but our clients a lot, they don't have the time, right? They're not mm-hmm. going to do it correctly if they have to invest more time. So the pickup is definitely a winner on time and their budget. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's a good one. 
Um, okay, cool. I like it. Go for the deals. I do like going for the deals. That's yeah. I like it when they have good deals. Mm -hmm. Um, tip is really quick. It's just consider frozen and canned. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, we live in Florida, so we have kind of a nice all year availability of produce, but obviously, you know, like where you live and other places, it's not always that way. And so your berries aren't going to be on sale ever for like nine months. (laughs) So, you know, we say, you know, fresh produce, you know, you, you know, that sometimes, it can be even more, or frozen produce can be even more more um, nutrient dense yeah. than fresh produce, just because of the you know time it's spent on the shelf and when it's picked and, and flash frozen and stuff. So, it, you know, in, in a pinch, frozen, especially in a budget pinch, right? If you're if you're on a budget and you can't afford all of this fresh, healthy, amazing stuff, tr- consider frozen um, because it can it can really help out. Supplement. Yeah, it does. My kids recently. Um, I, not recently, but mangoes, like I love mangoes, but I always feel like they sit on my counter because I can't eat all the mangoes all the time. It's a lot of sugar for me. And, um, so we recently started buying the frozen mangoes and my kids love to sit them on the counter for like 20 minutes and then they just pop them and it's like candy for them. And I feel better about that because I'm not wasting anything. And we also not having to peel it or I don't, anything. Like, you're have you ever tried to peel a mango? They're not I mean, easy. <laughs> they are like a slippery little sucker. Yeah. And um, so it's so much easier trying to, with our budget and with everything and like snacks, like they, they can just go in the freezer and get it. They know it's there. How many times do you have fruit sitting on the, ca- the, yeah. the table? Yeah. And they won't touch it unless mom chops it up and like puts it on a plate and it's right there in front of them. I don't know how many times my kids won't touch anything unless I do that. And then, and then in five minutes, it's all gone. Yeah. So this is just a great tip for you to be able to save, consider canned, obviously the good stuff. Like don't just buy any, anything that's canned, check the ingredient label on that. And then also the frozen stuff too. And I also think when it comes to produce, um, you know, one thing is to eat seasonally, which is better for our body and and better for the budget too, because that's there's they're going to be um, better priced than something that's out of season, and you know the the price is just going to be higher. So eating seasonally is um, good all the way around. And then another thing, you know, telling people, um, you know, there are some things that are helpful to buy organic if it's in your budget. And you can always refer to the Dirty Dozen list, the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15 that the EWG puts out. Because I think a lot of people just, you know, feel like they have to buy everything organic. And you don't have to buy everything organic. Um, And you can look at those lists and see what um, the most critical things are to buy organic, like apple, strawberries, that kind of thing. And just so I think that can be helpful too. Right. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, look at BPA and make sure the cans don't have any in it. And um, and just make sure that your top level items, um, consider like your options like tomatoes and tuna and stuff. Just make sure that they have their, you're choosing the right ones. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, this is all about a step. You know, we, we all want to get to the place where um, we're not killing the plants because we've, we've grown them ourselves and we're walking outside and yeah. we're, you know, getting our chicken eggs and we're getting our tomatoes on the vine but maybe we're not there yet. So, and maybe our budget is this and it's totally okay. And it's a good option. It's a good option, especially a supplement, especially, um, for stews and mm-hmm. shakes and stuff like that. Like that's definitely a good way to get some extra nutrients in there cheaper than, um, like Vanessa said, having them sit on the counter and hopefully you get to them, but you might not. So yeah, my husband, um, at Publix, he says that, uh, customers will come and say, well, why are apples like $7? A, a pound and he's like they're not in season and and that that's the idea of something not being in yeah. season like how dare you right so um but yeah so when you buy in season like you know we get raspberries for 99 cents for a pack and it's like yes and then yeah. you can eat all the raspberries you want yeah. but it just makes sense 
Our bodies are made that way. They are made to eat what's in season. And you tend to sometimes crave, right, to what's in season. So I just think it's good all around. Yeah. And, you know, in that, I just, this kind of topic just make, I'm so fascinated by how, um, you know, the nutrients in the certain foods really, um, they coincide with what our body needs for, for the yeah. season. I've read, done some reading on that. And then also how, you know, the food stores energy. This is sounds so bizarre, but you know, it stores the energy from the sunlight and really informs your body about you know, what time of the year it is. So when you're eating like a watermelon in December, your body is confused. It's like, hold, hold the phone. Like what is happening right now? I'm so confused. It's cold outside. The sunlight in the eye is telling me one thing. You're eating watermelon. This telling me nothing. And you just don't, your body doesn't utilize it as well. And so truly for your body, for your metabolism, for your health, all the way around eating seasonally is so much better. So um, we're yep. just used to getting everything, you know, everything Whenever. you could possibly get. Yep. Any time of the year, we're just very spoiled. I always say it's a blur, so a blessing and a curse. I mean, it's, it's wonderful to, yeah, to have everything that you, you know, want any time of the year, but, um, it's just, we're a little disconnected from, um, from how it, how it was and how our bodies are, you know, kind of meant to receive food. So yeah, I like that one. All right. So then the next thing is kind of going in line with your meal planning that we talked about before, but we're going to cook in bulk and save leftovers. So listen, the fewer times you have to cook, the fewer times you have to expend energy and ingredients Hello, when you're cooking. So that saves time and money. And we just, we, we think that's important. So some people like to cook, like uh, Vanessa and I cook pretty much every night, uh, dinner, but our lunches are always like prepped and there's different parts of our dinners or our breakfasts that are always prepped, yeah. right. To make it easier. And some people really love to cook and we're not going to take that away from you. But if you're not that person, or if you're in a season where you can't do that, then let's bulk cook as much as we can and have it in the fridge yeah. and have it available. And you can do that two different ways. You can bulk cook meals, like full meals, or you can bulk cook like ingredients and then kind of make it throughout the week in different ways. So it's, you keep it interesting and you don't have, you don't feel like you're eating the same thing every day. Um, but this, it's just going to save you money uh, again, when you're focused on, okay, this is where we're eating. I have the ingredients. I'm going to bulk cook it. And then you, you don't, you're not, you don't find yourself going out throughout the week on, I need to run to the store and get yeah. this, or I need to run to the yep. store and get this, or I need to run to the store and get that because you're not going to leave the store with that one item. You're going to leave the store with that one item and 10 other things yeah. that you quote unquote have to have, or you forgot. So it's just, it, it, it is a money saver. And then the easiest way to do that for your brain is just cook big dinners um, double or, or depending on your family size, you might have to quadruple, mm -hmm. um, especially if you have teenagers, um, Teenage and then boys. you have lunches, right? And, and that is what, that's what we do. That's what we've always done. And it's just saves, saves brain power and, um, and also keeps you from wasting food. Mm -hmm. I love, now I do do this. I, I love, I just, I just call it cooking extra, you know, cook like last night I roasted two chickens and we had chicken last night and then. Um, my son came home from lunch. I have two teenage boys, so I 100% feel you eating the house down. Made him some quesadillas for lunch. I'll probably make some kind of um, soup with the chicken. So, you know, y you can repurpose it several different ways. And then, you know, if we're making hamburgers, I mean, I, I we always make four pounds worth because that will last us about two and a half meals. <laughs> kind of nailed yeah. down. You know? I love that. Listen, mm -hmm. I... I don't know when I went from, I, I used to, because everybody used to be little and it was like one pound of meat for dinner will work. And that's right. a joke. 
now two pounds <laughs> needs to happen for dinner. And, but if I want leftovers, there has to be more than that. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. what is happening? <laughs> I so know. I told but I, I love the simplicity. I, I love the idea of having the, like we have, we always have quinoa in the fridge or, you know, cooked vegetables or whatever. And you have the chicken in there. It's just, you always have these mm -hmm. things and then you can be creative easily, mm -hmm. right? Cause you have the main thing done and you can just throw something else together. Um, so that's such a great, that's such a great tip. Yeah. Yeah. I All love, right. The last I love that one. one is, uh, we have like a little list that will kind of um, tell you what some cheap and healthy foods are. And um, so broccoli, spinach, onions, sweet potatoes, eggs. I mean, we, well, eggs used to be, but I mean, when we were doing the, while we're doing the Daniel fast, we're going to the grocery store and my bill is actually a lot cheaper Oh yeah, yeah. because we're not, you know, buying the meat, the meat and the expensive stuff. So yes, groceries have gone up, but relatively speaking, these items, your carrots, your frozen veggies, your rolled oats, your ice, your quinoa, frozen berries, things like that, your peanut butter, like those are still relatively cheaper than if you were going to go buy prepackaged and um, very expensive meat. Yeah. Well, and that, and that's the thing, what you want is to get the nutrient Nutri nutrition density and also what we talked about the chewing factor <laughs> like you want to get those things um with your foods and so those are some of the ones that if you can just keep those in stock mm -hmm. then and and like she said a lot of these are what we're doing with the fast and if you can eat if you can be full while eating these things without meat then you know they're going to be a great uh staple to keep in your pantry or your fridge or your freezer so that, you know, you always know you're going to have, um, you're going to have cheap options, but also that they're going to fill you up yeah, right? with your protein when you're having dinner. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I, um, you know, and even though like eggs have gone up, I just feel like, and even for us, you know, we wipe out a dozen eggs at a time with, you know, the boys and everything. And I mean, I, I can eat a good helping of eggs myself. And, you know, even if it's gone up to seven or $8, I mean, if you think of, you know, feeding five people protein and it's, you know, a good protein and it's, seven or eight dollars i mean i still think that relatively speaking you know um it's not it is expensive but it's not it's i don't know when in the larger perspective and the relative relativity of that i think it's not yeah, they're well, definitely up they're not nearly as expensive well, as any other protein if source. you yeah if you well if you price it against all the frozen dinners like there are so many options nowadays in the in the frozen dinner section and i have never once purchased anything from there not in a bad way but that's not what we have ever done but if you look at the price of how much those things are compared to how much just the regular raw ingredients are, you're saving a ton of money. Well, uh, one of those is probably seven bucks and right. you can get eggs that will, well, not in your household, but they'll last more than one meal. Hello. So that's really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, if you look at purchasing like a frozen lasagna, you know, or something and then making your own, it just goes so much further when you just, that yeah. goes back to that tip of cooking it yourself. You just get so much more bang for your buck when you do that all the way yep. around. And even, you know, even for people who are um, maybe buying some like protein bars or something like that, I just know that, you know, my kids like those things and, 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 and I'm trying to get more like recipes where you, you make your own with like peanut butter and chocolate and oats and that kind of thing, because you can, it just takes a little bit of time, but again, get the kids involved and um, and doing that. And then, you know, they're just as delicious and, you know, get a little ownership in them making yeah, them, right. you know, and re recently, um, breakfast my kids love, oh yeah, those are good. I love that. 
and even like popcorn, you know, like a while back, uh, well, last Christmas, not this Christmas, the year before, my kids got a popcorn maker machine because, you know, they were eating like the microwave popcorn, which is not great on several levels, but um, just so much cheaper just to get the popcorn machine and then make your own popcorn, you know, buy good quality kernels. And they, they have that all the time. It's a great, you know, good snack for them. And they, anyway, so I just. That was on your Christmas list, right? Yeah. Yes. Actually. Yes, it actually was. Um, because they, they use it so, so often kind of, it's kind of like the grill, you know, like that was such a good one. And then the popcorn maker is a good one and they have that ownership in it. And when you were talking earlier about cooking and I, I was thinking this and I forgot to say, but when you have that ownership in your cooking, I think you just, I don't know. I think it's different if you, I see people go out to eat, like drive through and like get all these, you know, hamburgers and French fries and stuff. And these kids are like, I don't want it. Fine. You throw it away. There's just, there's no love in it. There's no ownership in it. And it's just so much, you're just so much more likely to be wasteful and not care as much as far as like, if I make dinner, I'm like, boy, you're going to eat that. Cause I spent my heart, (laughs) my money and my time and I've been cooking it for you. And you know, that's what it is, you know, and there's just more respect, I guess, more respect for the food when you have made it and put your heart and your time into it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, gosh, that is awesome. I think that those were a lot of great things for things, people to think about some of, you know, some of these things we know, some of them we don't know. And I think it's just a matter of, you know, I need to regroup. Things are more expensive. I've got to get a plan here. And I think you gave everybody a, a lot of really good things to consider and try again. Like you said, you don't have to do all of these things at once, but pick the, what is the low hanging fruit here? Right. You know, um, consider the frozen or the canned or just cook a little extra, you know, be more mindful about the deals. I love all of those things. Did we cover everything that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, we did. And we also have a freebie for your um, listeners and it should be in the, hopefully in the show notes, we had emailed it over um, and it is myidealbalance.com slash money planner. And it'll just be a a great way for you to sit down and just reevaluate your budget and what that looks like and how you want to, um, how do you want to proceed further? Like, and, and how do you want to change your vision and your future with your money? Yes, we will absolutely put that in the show notes. So y'all go um, get the link there. And then before before we go, I have to ask you guys, you gals, the anchor questions. So I'll ask each of you to please share your favorite anchor meal. Um, it can be a Daniel Fast meal or a regular meal. And your um, and your anchor verse for each of you. What is your kind of go-to life verse or one that's just really speaking to you right now? Well, I'm going to give a really simple recipe that I love that I created, even though everybody else already had it, but I created it on my, with my own brain, which is, um, there's three ingredients and it's, um, sweet potatoes, ground beef and onions. And I love to, uh, to eat. It's just so simple. I call it like the healthy version of hamburger helper. I don't know if that's right or not, but that's what I call it. And so we just brown the meat and then you put the potatoes in, let them, let them, and obviously it's always in a cast iron and let those get nice and soft. And, um, you know, you have the onions in there with it and then you mix it all together and it's amazing. And it's so good. It's so healthy. Everybody loves it. It's sweet. It's savory. It's like a perfect meal. It's so simple and it's cheap, right? Mm-hmm. Cause we just talked about sweet potatoes are super sweet or super cheap. Um, and then as far as my, um, verse, I have a different life verse, but this year, um, my verse is, uh, from Psalm, 
um, 37.4, and it's just delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And really I'm focusing on that delight yourself in the Lord because that is, I mean, if we can just focus on that, then all of the all the rest of the stuff kind of falls to the wayside. And um, so that's mine. I just read that verse this morning. That's so funny. <laughs> Um, okay, so my favorite meal, I'm a, I'm a salad lover. I just, I really am, but um, I'm not a, like a boring salad person. I love to put all the things in it, all the peppers and the, the olives and the carrots. I just, I, for me, there's more vegetables in it than just lettuce. Um, so, and then I love me some primal kitchen dressing. That is my, my go-to meal. Um, and as a company, like our favorite thing to tell clients is the uh, egg roll in a bowl. It is just amazing to, and super easy to make. Yeah, um, that's that is mine. And then my my verse is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future. Mm, that's such a good one. Always and um, and the delight in the Lord, and He will make the desires of your heart. You know, I think. I love that one too. And it's like, when you do focus on the delight of the Lord and what he has for you, I did a podcast on this a few weeks ago and just, you know, you, and even with the plans, like to know God's plan for you, to know what he would have you do, to know everything he has for you, you have to hang out with him. <laughs> you have to spend time with him for you to understand that. And so I think both those verses really speak really beautifully to that. I thank you so much for sharing. Please tell everybody where they can find you. And you know, if they, if somebody was going to work with you, what would that look like? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so if they work with us, we do one-on-one -on -one coaching ex exclusively. That's all we do. And um, Vanessa primarily handles all the financial stuff. And that really just looks like 45, two 45-minute sessions a month. Um, and we go through, we help you figure out your budget. We help you um, get get out of debt if that's what it, hopefully that's what you want to do if you have debt we help we have all kinds of systems like an automatic bills bill pay system we set up automatic transfers for savings and for stuff like your spending and gas money so that's kind of how it looks and we work with you 45 minutes um, at a time to get there and you know we we like to graduate people so it doesn't take very long uh, or it doesn't take for the rest of your life it's usually like up to six months that we work and we get you going and then you're good to go and just the freedom that we see people have when they're when they're confronted any money issues that they had and they're just on you know moving on in life and and able to achieve their dreams it's really fun and our website is where they would find us to do that which is myidealbalance.com and everything's there so fantastic well ladies thank y'all so much for being here this was so awesome so timely and so relevant to um i think what all of us are experiencing right now and and very helpful so um, I appreciate you being here and sharing that. And y'all check the show notes for all of the information um, that we talked about today and to pick up that free um, planner that Shana and Vanessa talked about and, and go check them out. Thanks, ladies. Thank, Thank you so you. much for having us. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope you have a healthy and blessed week, and I will talk to you soon.